You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this podcast that's dedicated solely to Sunday's Blazing 5K. This is all about that race. I got a lot of great audio from several runners, including your men's champion and new course record, Edwin Kurgat, former NCAA 2019 cross-country champion. Uh, Edwin um, came and really dominated um, like I thought he would, setting a new course record in 1347. Iowa State also took the win on the women's side. Ashley Tut, I'll call her now King Tut, after she um, took the victory um, over a really good field that uh, that included her Iowa State teammate, um, who multi-time Big 12 champion Kaylee Logue, who was third. Um, I'll be hearing from both of those two. It was great to uh, catch up with Kaylee. I have talked to her a couple times. I'm going to have the top Iowa male, um, at least Iowa native male, I'll call him, Austin O'Brien, a former Pleasant Valley Central College uh, standout. He's back healthy. Um, see what he has to say, as well as interviews with, um, well, Jessica Haruska. Um, who took a real good shot at the women's master's record. Um, just couldn't quite get it done. Um, still a good effort from her, as well as Corinna Collett, former Wartburg star, and uh, Caleb Appleton of the run blaze team. And uh, Blake Whalen, I forgot about Blake, also a fifth-place finisher as well. So all of that audio coming up. Uh, on this podcast. So um, keep listening here. I do have a couple uh, thoughts about this race. Uh, first of all, I want to say um, was able to meet the Iowa State people, and they're such nice people. Um, you can see why uh, Jeremy Sudbury is really running a really strong program here. Um, got personal, got bull guys. Uh, Matt, Matt Lang uh, for the first time, just a great guy. Um, um, he, um, said more than once, uh, nice to meet you, shook my hand, um, really, really nice guy. Um, and, um, you know, I broached the subject of, uh, trying to get, um, more cyclones on the podcast, knowing full well that it's very difficult, um, because of, uh, because of compliance issues. And he immediately, um, responded, yeah, you know, the compliance is one of those things they have to look into. They have to make sure it's by the book, uh, which is a little surprising to me because in the NIL era, you know, you would think I, you know, athletes can do whatever as they please, but Iowa State wants to make sure they're not um, certainly in the wrong here by any means. But it sounds like, um, you know, Kaylee Logue might be, uh, you know, an opportunity for a uh, podcast visit here in the uh, not-too-distant future, uh, as well as some other uh, cyclones, and Matt might have to be my um, liaison with that, but it sounds like that's going to be an an opportunity there, um, because that's definitely something I want to get going um, some more, now that um, Abby Caldwell, uh, my long time, one year, um, did it for one outstanding year, Um, she was my uh, correspondent to the program, now that that is as concluded 
Um, so that was really nice. Um, Edwin was great to talk to. Ashley was great, as was Kaylee. So that was outstanding. And a tip of the cat to Tyson Wheeland and his volunteers for this race. I know Tyson's worked incredibly hard to get a, uh, to get this field together. And uh, just think about um, how how fast of a race this was. Um, you had 19 men that uh, broke 15 minutes for the 5K um, in that race Sunday. So you, you really have some outstanding uh, athletes. They just came <laughs> right into the finish line one after another. Um, really worked hard to get, uh, get a quality field uh, on the men's side. And the women's side was so much deeper than a year ago. They only had, um, what I think we said, nine runners, I think, um, last year. And uh, the winning time was so much better from uh, Ashley Tutt, what she ran this year. Um, was was really so much stronger um running 16 17 uh the winner uh, a year ago was over 17 so it was a much better race and Cheyenne Moore gave gave Ashley a great battle there um led um Ashley said until the final 400 meters so that was a really good battle between those two and uh, you know it's going to be fun to see um, Ashley come through, and it was, and it was great to see you know somebody like uh, Maddie Bach um, running uh, so well as she did, uh, breaking 18 minutes. Um, Maddie's got uh, really uh, excited about her future going down to Kansas. Um, going to be down there. It was great um, catching up with her again. Um, so many other runners that I talked to. Um, like Jessica as well, um, and meeting some new people like Caleb Appleton. So it was great there. So and and for Tyson Wheeland, uh, great job by him. He not only pulled off an outstanding race that I think is sure to grow into a really uh, outstanding Midwest race. This is this race is only going to pick up momentum as people hear about it and know about it realize hey this this open race for the community is is outstanding as well um but also uh, putting in all that legwork you know he even got engaged um so congratulations there uh got engaged to elise emick um his his girlfriend of course um elise is um now in des moines um uh, ran for southeast warren former south dakota state uh athlete uh, with a a 5K of um, uh, personal best in the 18 and a half, so very fast as well. And uh, Elise ran as well. And uh, But the biggest news, of course, is that um, they got engaged um, during the award ceremony. <laughs> so um, outstanding um, for, for, uh, for Tyson. So um, happy for, for the couple uh, on the upcoming wedding. All right, let's get to the interviews here. Let's lead off with Edwin Kurgat, the guy who, well, was the star of the day with his 1347 course record. For Edwin, this was a long layoff. This guy hasn't run in a year and a half, he said, since um, since the NCAAs in 2021. He hadn't competing, competed in a race in that long. He has been in the master's program with Iowa State. You'll find out in a minute uh, what he's studying. He's also a student assistant with uh, the Cyclones, uh, with the program. And um, 
well, I'll let him tell you the rest. But all, all in all, it was a great day. And he's still looking to run uh, professionally here once he finishes up his Masters at Iowa State. Nice one, you know. It's been a while racing. So. <laughs> it's been a while. How long has it been since you've been racing? Last race I ran was a Nationals uh, <coughs> Outdoor 2021. Wow. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Yep. So, um, so what's motivated you to come out here today? What was the... You know, just, you know, get something going, you know. Yeah. That, uh, get the rust out. It's been a while racing and I didn't want to do anything, you know, big. I just want to go small and, you know, see how I can feel from there. So I'm, I'm happy to have come here. Um, I've been in Iowa for about four years now, and right. you know, I'm like part. It's like my home, so I like to just race, get the, my race down here. And yeah, you're helping out officially with Iowa State. You're helping coach. Yeah. Um, is that what you want to get into? Is coaching? I mean, you, you know, I still want to run. So you know, I'm, eventually, I'm happy yeah. because I'm out there. I'm helping out, and yeah. you know, still get to train, and you know. Okay. Got something going. Do you uh, actually do any tr workouts with the team, or is it no, all on so, your own? Um, I just do most of my workouts. Uh, yeah. Just try to uh, get a workout out there. You know, I used to run at Iowa State, so I know all the routes and everything. So it's easier yeah. for me to just get. And we have a cross country course, so I can go there sure. and get my workouts done. Do you do everything solo then? I can walk with you as yeah, we go. I, I um, try to do my stuff solo. So. Do, you, do you work out solo then? At, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do most of my workouts. That's pretty. Myself. That's pretty hard to, to be able to keep up at uh, at a high level then. No, it's, it's, no, you know if you're trying to build up something, you know you gotta <laughs> build from the ground. So okay. that's what I'm doing right now. Just building up from from the floor and trying to get up again. I'm assuming you're uh, still uh, taking classes and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm in grad school right grad now school? at Iowa State. So uh, what are you what, uh, what are you studying I'm, then? I'm studying a. Uh, master's in engineering management. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, really good then. So uh, what kind of a field are you hoping to get into then? Uh, you know, manufacturing mainly, but, you know, part of management. Okay. So, okay. But that's in the future after I'm done with my running career. <laughs> okay. So, yep. Have you been kind of out of running for the last year? Is no, that no, what I've, you're saying? I've been no? training. You've been training, and, yeah. but just not at a high level. Not at a high level. So now okay. I'm just back in training at the high level. Okay. Tell me about today's race here. Um, what? Uh, how did it? How did it go for you? When did you kind of take control? I didn't really see on, uh, on the back it end. Was, it was a straightforward race. You know, it's it's an eight, so I just you know followed the leaders and just went for it. It was nothing, you know, too difficult. So I just tried to go for it. Okay. Um, you got to be excited about having an opportunity like this to run. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a big one. Once you get, you know, being against, in a community where you stay for a long time, it's just good to be racing. Yeah, when do you get done in graduate school? I still get three semesters. Three semesters? So you're going to be in Ames for a little bit, for a little while then. Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and then what are you hoping to kind of run with professionally here do you want to kind of get a deal kind of like wesley got what do you what are you hoping to do here? i mean uh just trying for now i'm just trying to get in shape again yeah try to get out there uh get back to running and you gotta show something you know, whatever, yeah you whatever, gotta whatever comes out you gotta put there. some results out there yep. so do some road racing then yep is that kind of yeah that's the deal. 
Do you have any more road races planned? No, uh, nothing, nothing, nothing planned. Nothing else, nothing you else. Know, I just, I wanted to get something fast and then, you know, I can plan for that after this, so. And today is fast enough for you? you I'm uh, happy with it. It's, it's a good was, one. Was it, was it in the wheelhouse what you wanted? Yeah, this is what I wanted and I'm okay. happy Okay. Well, that's what I told Tyson uh, during our preview show. I said, Edwin, he's got, you know, if it comes down to anything, you know, this guy's, you know, got the pedigree, you know, he's got the, he's got the background yep. to win this. And, yep, and um, I'm really happy for yep. the race organizers for, you know, to me to come down here and yeah. get... Um, it's an easy trip down here to Des Moines. Very happy to be racing again. It's been a long time for me, so I'm yeah. really happy. The preview show I did with Tyson Wheeland on uh, his Blazing 5K podcast, he did mention that Ashley Tutt, he thought, uh, would be a good bet to win the race, and Tyson was right. The graduate student at Iowa State did pull off that victory, like I said, coming from behind to beat Cheyenne Moore in the uh, final stretch uh, to win in 16-17, wearing her red, white, and blue manuka. Uh, singlet. That's where she grew up in. She ran for Manuka Community in Illinois. And Ashley is hoping for big things. She says during the spring she has a season of eligibility for indoor and outdoor track. She's looking ahead. Felt pretty good. Um, just coming off, just kind of busting some rust still. Um, just wanted to get in a 5K and felt really good to kind of turn over the legs a bit. You don't have too much rust though. Uh, <laughs> you say you're. Now you say you don't have any eligibility left at Iowa State for cross country. Are you working out with the with the ladies? With um, the... a little bit. Yeah, we're kind of doing our own thing, Kaylee and I, a little bit sometimes. Just okay getting up for track so but sometimes we'll go in and do some workouts with them and it's really fun to still do that okay okay so uh what uh, what what are, what are you hoping to achieve then uh during the track season um kind of hopefully hit some prs um make some nationals in the 10k um yeah. i think we're really looking to do something special as a team at conference be the goal both indoors and outdoors so doing whatever i can for that to get up for the team okay well it sounds like you're on the right track um is it a little different when you're um when you're you know, on campus but yet you're not officially part of the team you're not traveling to meets and, and stuff like that um, um a little bit, yeah, but um, with these girls and this team, it always feels like a family, so um, I think we found our group this year, and I still feel as much as part of it as I was last year, so I really enjoy that. Okay, well, tell me what you're, what are you studying in Iowa State? What, uh, what are you doing? I'm getting my master's degree in history right now. Okay, okay. So I'm working on that. Okay. What do you hope to do with that, then? I hope to teach high school and coach one day with it. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. Uh, you're from, uh, you're from Illinois, right? Uh, so, are you kind of looking to go back to Illinois then, uh, kind of, or are you, we'll or, or are you liking Iowa so I, much? I like Iowa a lot right now, okay. so we'll see. I might stay in the area. Um, I do want to continue running after college, so we'll see what kind of opportunities arise there, too, where I'll go. Okay, well, when I saw you here at the, uh, kind of at the one-mile point, you were in second. <laughs> when did you kind of uh, take the lead uh, for um, today's race? I didn't take the lead probably until 400 to go. I oh, kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, went out in 5.15. It's a little faster than I wanted to, just the first mile. So I kind of just stayed behind, felt comfortable there, and knew if I just had it right in the sides, I could just go with 400 to go around K. So, yeah, felt good. All right. Um, well, it sounds like you've got a... Uh, Iowa State's got a really good distance crew here. Mm-hmm. The seniors that are on the team right now for cross-country really doing well. Uh, yeah. Maddie and, and Dana. And Dana. So, um, yeah, uh, they got to be firing you up, uh, motivating you. Yeah, they really are. And it's nice, like I said, to still be able to work out with them. And even last year during track, seeing them do so well. So it's really special to be a part of it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this cross season, too. Tell me about the Blazing 5K. Um, having an opportunity like this um, to compete against um, some other top-notch Midwest ladies. Um, opportunity there. It's really nice. Um, like we were saying last time, I did a community 5K. It was probably in like grade school, and it more just be like the hobby joggers out. So it was really nice to get in a competitive field, actually, um, with other competitive runners, and just have a really good race and someone to like kind of key off the whole race and have pacers. Great course, great day. So yeah. it's a really good environment. And I'd really like love to come back and race it. How 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 close were you from your PR today? Um. Oh, in the 16, it's probably like 20 seconds. 20 PR. seconds. Okay, not too bad then. No, not, not too bad, not too bad for <laughs> for not uh, being in that college environment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you of course run faster once you get into track season. And for Kaylee Lowe, the training partner of Ashley Tut, this was also a bit of a long layoff between races, just like Edwin Kurgat. Uh, Kaylee hadn't raced since March. And uh, that's when she had some back problems, and that um, caused her to decide to redshirt uh, the season for Iowa State and to decide, well, I'm going to just run this season. So as she sits out the the, the cross-country season, because she doesn't have any eligibility for cross-country, she's getting ready for indoor season. And this was the perfect opportunity for the native from Kansas to get a little bit of racing in before the winter season? Um, it went really well. Um, our race plan was to go out in about 5.30 pace and close down from there, and I think um, that's about how the race went for me. I think, um, yeah, I, I think it was really exactly what I expected um, it to be like. This is my first race since March, um, coming off a little bit of an injury, so I was very excited to get to come out and race with Ashley and Maya um, and just be in a race environment again and enjoy competing, enjoy competition. Yeah, it's kind of rare to have this kind of a field um, like this for road race. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think... um, I mean, I all the road races I've been to before are always a super fun environment, but I was really excited to see how fast this field was, it being an elite road race and everything, so that was exciting. Well, you guys helped make it faster. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't quite this fast uh, last year. So what was the thinking a year ago? Uh, were you just injured, um, and you just said... I just don't want to, I want to maximize my year. Yes. Um, So I ran indoor last year and that was going well. Um, And then in between indoor and the start of outdoor um, in March, um, I have have a back injury that kind of flared up. And so it was just really hard for me to get any consistent training in and it, um, and we knew I had the um, red shirt just there as well. So to kind of take the pressure off and feel like we didn't have to rush my recovery, we redshirted. And um, I had already 
already applied to grad school at Iowa State, so it was a pretty seamless transition to decide to, to come back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because, of course, you know, Abby and I were speculating on my podcast all the time yeah. about what you were doing. She's like, I can't say anything. And so. My original plan. And, um, but it was wasn't to... that big of a secret because, yeah. you know, you just stay on campus. You did, nothing had really changed other yes, than you were just going to put on the cardinal and gold uh, singlet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for the spring, I just tried to give myself time to get healthy. And then, yeah, the only thing that changed was the plans for this year. And they changed for, for good. I was excited to get to come back and spend one more year with the ladies. So So what are you uh, studying then? For I studied kinesiology. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise, phys, and motor control. Okay. Yep. So, uh, so you're pursuing your master's now? I am, in that. Yes. So what are you uh, hoping to do with that? Are you going to go into physical therapy? Um, my undergraduate was pre-physician or, assistant. I'm deciding between or, that and um, teaching and coaching in, in a higher ed situation. Okay. I've been enjoying research a lot, so okay. <laughs> it's kind of made me second-guess my original plan, but we'll see which way I decide to go in the end. <laughs> So are you uh, trying to work back into form then? Um, yep, that's the goal. I think um, Ashley and I would both like to run a really good 10K and outdoor and make it into the national meet and have a good one. So we're working together on that. Okay. Um, and we have another 60 on our team, Allison Prey, who's in the same boat as us. Um, so all of us kind of, yeah, want to take yeah. one more really good crack at a national championship before we leave the college scene. So well, A lot of people might be surprised Ashley beat you today. Are you surprised at all? Well, I trained still- with her, so I'm not surprised. And yeah. Um, yeah, she's an amazing training partner, and I'm yeah, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're like, well, I'll be back. I'll be back, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you haven't seen the best of me yet. Out, you haven't um, seen the best of me, right? Yeah, we both have to get into really good form, definitely. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's you're going to be building for that then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of a good a rust buster, a starting point for both of us. So okay. Um, no, we're excited about it. <laughs> and you're excited about the, the, what you've seen this cross-country season? The senior Cyclones are killing it. Yes, uh, Dana and MJ are having an amazing season. Um, and, yeah, the girls are just kind of coming along. Um, usually Iowa State always um, tries to time it well and, and finish better than they start every season. So we're really excited about Nuttycomb coming up and, yeah. um, you know, Big 12s and regionals after that. You miss it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cross-country, I have a very, like, soft spot yeah. for cross-country, so, yeah, well, I miss it, but I'm excited for Not too many people have your, have your resume for uh, cross-country at Iowa <laughs> State, too. I mean, you've been kind of the queen of the Big 12 here, so, <laughs> so you know, um, yeah. So. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. There's, it's been um, really, I feel like I'm very lucky all throughout high school and college. Um, I've lined up with some some very highly competitive people in the Big 12 and in Kansas, um, in Molly Bourne and Emily Venters, and then with Taylor Rowe um, and Kaylee McCabe in the Big 12. I always I always have people to push me and bring me along, so yeah. it's been really fun. Well, <laughs> Iowa State's mining Kansas now. I mean, you guys oh, yeah. are, you it's, guys, it's, it's become it's a gold mine. That's, yeah, my it's become a big, I, I claim her big, with the Kansas people. It's big recruiting uh <laughs> she doesn't claim it recruiting base for you yeah so, it has i think um we have about five yeah. girls from kansas yeah right now. so it's uh yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's a pretty easy drive from kansas to iowa state kaylee ended up third overall among the women running 1636 as mentioned it was austin o'brien who was the top iowa native in this race running 1422 Austin is now living in Waukee, and for him, it's been a long road back, also as well from injury. 
He's uh, missed about two months, he says, because of Achilles injuries that forced him to drop out of a big race. And now he's back healthy. And really, uh, he explains kind of why he finished third, well back of his uh, two teammates, Cody Bailey and Blake Whalen at Capital Pursuit. Explains why that happened and what's ahead for him in the future this fall. Yeah, definitely. Very pleased. I came in with no expectations. I'm running a monumental marathon in four-ish weeks now, so I just wanted to keep steadily improving. I, I ran capital pursuit off minimal weeks of training. I was bouncing back from an Achilles injury, so that was kind of a test of the waters, but I'm, I'm glad fitness is trending upward. I'm glad to see you're past the Achilles issues. You got that all sorted out. How much of a setback was that for you, knocking you out there? Um, well, I dropped out of, I dropped out of Grandma's Marathon because um, of the pain and then I think it took about two weeks flat off and then I was just jogging for the next four or five weeks so it probably took me out of training for at least a month and a half to two months while I was doing some I saw PT did a lot of strength work to balance out some other muscles but now I'm, I'm feeling healthier than ever just trying to get some of that aerobic fitness back Everything's feeling good then. You got oh, what was the what was the what was the Achilles? How how did it act up? How did it? How did yeah. It? So my pain was more in the Achilles insertion, so right in the heels. And I think just over time, with neglecting some of those le that little strength work, that's so important. Okay. Just kind of overloaded it over time and. Of course, when you're training for marathons, running 80 to 100 miles a week, it doesn't take long to put a little too much stress on there. <laughs> well, you've had a really good history here uh, at Blazing 5K. What What is it about this course where you run well? I work out here a lot. <laughs> uh, it's nice to have this kind of, you know, in your hometown. This is probably one of the best places to come do a tempo run or frolic work. So I, I know this court, I know this area very well. I, I can pretty much tell you the, the distances I need to be and how fast I'm running. So it's a fun place to run. So you and Blake, did you have a battle today? Was it close? Yeah, him and I have kind of been duking it back and forth for the last couple of years. I'm, I'm pumped for him. He's come a long way. I think we're both in a really good spot. He's running Indy with me too, so we're going to give it a whirl for that sub 218, and I think we're both in a really good position. So getting that uh, trials yep. trials qualifier is definitely top of the mind here. Definitely. Ideally, I'll, I'll get, get to knock it out in four weeks, and then yep. I can... I really need to... My, my half marathon PR is coming up on three years old, so I need to knock that one down a little bit and then then I'll get a little more confidence to get out faster in the pool. Okay. Well, I think you're going to get there. Um, was Capital Pursuit just not quite the day for you? It just wasn't... I think it was just a couple weeks too early for me. I, I always... Mm, okay. I always... I'm a big rust buster race person. I need a... I preferably not a 10 mile length race. I think more 5k to 8k is where I'd prefer, but I need to just have a race that kind of reminds me how to hurt again and, and manage discomfort mm, yeah. in the middle. And and that hurt. That, that, oh yeah. And that race hurt because it was it was a tough day. It was windy and yep. yeah. And was... Blake and Cody were just ahead of me in the training cycle at that point. So okay. once they broke me, I was kind of on, on my own and yeah. not that I was jogging by any means, but I just kind of fell into that like tempo-ish effort, like hard but not. Yeah. You know, I don't think I got the most out of myself that day, but I, I wasn't going to catch those guys. So. Yeah. It is what it is. At the end of the day, it was a good, uh, a good little training effort for me. Round of Blaze teammate Blake Whalen was just one second behind Austin O'Brien in that race on Sunday, and uh, well, it was a switch of, it was a switch of places from Capital Pursuit as uh, Blake finished second in Cap Pursuit, and he, like Blake, is looking forward to running at 
Indianapolis Monumental Marathon as both pursue that uh, getting that standard for the U.S. Olympic trials for the uh, 2024 race. We knew he was going to yeah. run away with it, so I, was, wasn't, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't thinking about him at all. So just stay in the group that I could and yeah, get as many guys as I could. So How did the race go for you? Did you feel pretty good about it? Or? Yeah, I was happy with it. Uh, I think I, it was a one-second PR. And, uh, nice. Okay. I was able to get out how I wanted in the, you know, in the chase pack and you know, just trying to believe in myself and you know, not give up when it got hard. Once we got to that second loop, you know, it gets really hard, but uh, just... Stayed in it and fought well to the end, so I was really happy. Um, are you? Is, is it tough or easy having a 5K right in the middle, right before a big marathon like you got uh, Indy Indy coming up here? Is it is it hard or easy to kind of ratchet down to it? So, uh, yeah, if you're not prepared for it, it's very very hard. And but I, I was making sure to do a lot of you know every every couple weeks I'd get in the hard 5K effort because it's it's a lot different than the marathon yeah, effort, yeah, so yeah. You know, i got to be deliberate about getting those in or else it goes really bad once you just can't handle that pace, so but I, was, I was pretty prepared for it. Well, based on Cap Pursuit, I think you got a good marathon coming up. You had to be pretty happy with that effort. Uh, that was a windy day. That was, that was a pretty good effort that day. Yeah, I was happy with that, and I think uh, one more test run at I, uh, IMT half, and then I'll go to the Indy Full, and I think mm. I'm ready for a really good one, so... Okay, so uh, next week, uh, what are you looking at as far as competition? Uh, uh, Mason Frank, I hear, is probably coming. And yeah, no, so he's, he's there. He's going to be he's really been a past tough. winner. Uh, Cody's going to be in it. He'll be Cody, really, really yeah, tough. And yeah. I think Sam Pinkowski is going to do, do it for Run of Blaze, too. So it's going to be a, those, will, those will all be really tough guys. It'll be really hard to win, but I want to give myself the best chance possible. So. It should be a fun comp, a fun race uh, to watch. It yeah, should, should be really, really exciting. So, um, are you and uh, Austin planning to for Indy, trying to get that uh, marathon trials qualifier? Are you guys going to run together? Is yeah, that kind of the plan? I think that's both of our goals. I'm sure there'll be a big pack around that place. Yeah, so yeah. It won't be just us two. They, Going to finish this podcast now with interviews with three former Warburg College runners. Caleb Appleton ended up running 14.49, a PR of one second from his road PR. That's not his overall PR. He's run much faster uh, when he was in college with the Knights. Nevertheless, that time, well, only got him 17th place. That was how good this field was. But nevertheless, Caleb, who lives now in Des Moines, was thrilled with his performance, said it's been a really good training block, um, well, now that he's running with a lot of his run ablaze teammates. Was that a PR for you, Caleb, today, or no? Uh, not a not an all-time PR. You, you, you probably ran some faster stuff at Warburg. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the track race, and stuff I, I definitely have. But, but how about for roads? Was that uh, PR for the roads for sure, and PR okay. post-collegiate 5K, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. Were you kind of building to this? Did you feel like this was kind of coming on then? Yeah, yeah, I think I've I've definitely, the past few months, have been my most consistent training I've had since, since 2020, I think. So we've been building back to this, and... Um, I ran Capital Pursuit two weekends ago, and then we yep. raced at uh, Warburg's alumni meet. They crossed me last weekend, so I've had a couple rust busters before this one, so I was feeling good, ready for 
today, yeah. And much better conditions than the last yeah. two weeks you, yes. that you've had. This was perfect, yeah. Yep. I mean, especially with the later start time, I think. Yeah. Allowed it to just warm up to the perfect race temperature. It's great. I think Tyson uh, yeah. <laughs> planned it that way. <laughs> so that it warm, warm up for you guys, so. I mean, it's crazy finishing a 5K like that and then... 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds later, the race is over. You know, it's in most road race situations, that's not the, that's not the case. It's just crazy to be in such a field that's that fast, you know, and it's awesome to have guys out there that they're all wanting to run a fast 5k, you know, that we had the pack that I was in. It was a great pack. No tactics today. No, it's just all going out. Yeah. Yeah. Just going out and trying to run fast and no one's exactly, no one's sitting on anybody waiting to kick if there's a move that's going to be made everybody's going to try and cover it and they're all just trying their fastest yeah what's kind of helped you uh, get to this pr then uh, if you've been running with the other run ablaze guys like austin and uh yeah yep that's and, definitely been a huge part of it like, i think just after graduating i was down here in des moines and i joined even after i joined run ablaze it, it took me a little bit to come around to running with the guys a lot more but yeah i, I meet up with them two three times a week now and that helps immensely, yeah. helping with workouts and even just easy mileage too for longer runs and stuff. It's it's good to have a team to be with, yeah. Karina Collett is my second former Wartburg runner in a row that's coming up here. Karina is, well, like Kurgat, like Tut, and like Logue, she is a graduate student at Iowa State. She can tell you what the major is here coming up but she's also training for a big marathon coming up next month and she's also the big sister of christopher collett who is the reigning 3000 steeplechase champion for the division three level she talks about that relationship with her brother and well how proud she is as a big sister Easy trip down from Ames. You're a graduate student. Uh, what are you? What, uh, what are you studying there? I'm studying English literature. English literature. So. Okay, nice. Uh, so um, you don't get uh, probably um, too many chances to run an, a, a quick 5K like this. You're you're kind of gravitating towards longer distances, aren't you now? I yeah. am. I'm doing marathon training right now. So this is a fun way to mix it up, definitely, and great to do it in a fast environment like this. So what are you what are you planning to do then for the marathon? Um, I'm doing a November marathon down in Florida, so I'm aiming for breaking three finally. Oh, which one is that? Um, it's the Space Coast Marathon. Okay. Um, okay. It's by NASA. It's really cool. Okay. Okay. So um, so you're in uh, still in. Uh, uh, in Iowa, um, ran for Wartburg College. Some people might not know that. Had a very good career. Is it kind of hard to get training in with when you're pursuing your masters? You know, I train for fun, and yeah. I keep it fun. And if it's not fun, I take a step back. And um, okay, I, I run with the Run Club sometimes, so I have yeah. some company up at ISU. And I've I seen a result or two yeah, with, yeah, with with the just, ISU run. I'm doing it. I love high mileage, so sometimes it's really nice, actually, with grad school, too. And they're shorter mileage, yeah. 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 They're doing cross-country races, short stuff. But when uh, when things get overwhelming with grad school, sometimes I just go out and I run until my brain feels connected to my body again, and that's really nice and good for me, I think, so it keeps me sane. (laughs) Tell me about this Warbird program. This is a really good, this is a really outstanding program that's that's out there. You got uh, Aubrey now, leading the way but a really good group of five runners there um continuing the 
continuing a, a strong tradition there. Yeah, Warburg, it's a great program. Um, Ryan Chapman's an awesome coach, and those girls have worked really hard for a long time. It's been really fun to see the program build. Um, I got to be there for five years, actually, and I got to yeah. see it go from, you know, we were excited to get to nationals to podiuming it. Podiuming, nationals, yeah. And I'm really excited to see what those girls can do this year. They're all Is that, really fit, and I could see them doing some big things. Is that kind of your uh, highlight of your career, being on the, being on the podium? Podium with the team yeah, for I your Warburg so. career. Yeah, the team, good. The team yeah. podium makes it's worth so much more than the individual stuff. All right. Well, it's been interesting because you know you've got the dynamic between Warburg and Loris. Um, you know, you got Cassie over on the other side. Um, it's been really uh, very interesting to watch some of those battles. Um, yeah between the two teams. It was great to run against Cassie. She's an awesome competitor. And yeah, it's fun to have good competition like that right in the conference. Are they, are they kind of your new rival? I know I know Luther, you know, was always the rival. Luther traditionally is the right. rival. But, but Loris has kind of stepped into that role solid. now. Um, I think, I don't know, we really didn't put a lot of emphasis on rivals. It was more, what can we do um, as a team? How can we you know, better ourselves? So. Right. And little brother uh, dominating. He's you know he's 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 he's, he's killing it right now. Uh, national champion in the steeplechase. Mm-hmm. He has to be very proud of of Christopher. He's, yeah, he's worked so hard to get to where he is, and I can't wait to see what he does this year. I um, yeah. I was kicking myself because I didn't go out to watch nationals for track oh, last you didn't year. See it. I watched oh, the live no. stream and I'm like I could have been there. So I'm making the drive Missed. out for cross this year because I know he's gonna. And that's out in Michigan, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's out in Michigan. So you're gonna make, yeah, you gotta make so, the trip out there. It's so. really fun to see how far he's come, all the work he's put in. Finally. Yeah. Are you are you are you from a running family then? Very much. Or, so, from, yeah. From, you, uh, you're from Illinois, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, our parents both yeah. ran in college. So. Okay. So so it kind of came naturally yeah. for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, do you see yourself? Um, and kind of going into, you've done some trail racing too. Have you kind of, you see yourself kind of gravitating in that direction in the future? I think I could definitely see myself getting into trail racing. It's kind of fun. You don't worry about time as much. It's just more about the yeah. grind. And I'd love to do some some good trail races. I have to find a good series here in Iowa. Yeah. Well, there there is a really good um, series that they put on of several races. Yeah. Are you are you liking Iowa that much? I love are you Iowa. are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's nice. It reminds me of home. Lots of cornfields. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but um, I'm going to be a professor once I finish my degree, and so I'll kind of nice. go wherever okay. the jobs are. <laughs> okay. So, wherever that takes you. Right. Exactly. My final interview is with former Wartburg and Dubuque Hempstead star Jessica Haruska, who now lives in Dubuque. She was looking for another Iowa Masters record. She broke the seven-mile record in July when she ran 43.08 at Bix, that's a 6.10 per mile, to knock off the record of Muriel Nauman, set back in 1996. Nauman ran 43.14, so Jessica knocked that off by six seconds. She was trying to take out Jenny Scholz's Masters record at the Taste of Hope race in 2015 when Jenny ran 1807. Uh, But it wasn't to be for Jessica. She said that it was just uh, too difficult uh, to 
be able to come through with a good third mile to take down the record. Um, she explains it a little more in detail. Uh, Got to have a little bit of background. I also asked her about the the record wasn't meant to be. As Jessica ran 1827 to fall 20 seconds away from that record. I also asked Jessica about her win at the Hoka Chicago Half Marathon just a couple weeks ago. Um, that was uh, obviously a great win um, in a big race, but unfortunately for her, the course was half a mile short at the end, so she ran 116.58, which um, turns out to be just just under 120 uh, for the pace. But she talks about that win as well in Chicago. Like I was just saying, like I ran that half at 605 or 606 pace, so like I don't know how 20 seconds per mile faster is that debilitating, but I guess yeah. it was. Okay, okay, <laughs> so know. just a bad third mile then, huh? Yep. Okay, okay. You can do what you can do, I guess. How disappointing was it for you to uh, run that half marathon and win it, but to realize it wasn't a half marathon? It was, was frustrating, you know, like... My coach um, is sponsored by Hoka, and so they were really frustrated oh, as a team. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, just because their name is attached to that. But you, you guys didn't even know No. even that morning, did you? No, yeah. we didn't know even afterwards. All yeah. of a sudden, you like just, at mile 8, and, or like mile 9, I think I noticed it first. Um, like the miles were coming to me faster than my watch was saying, and so I'm like... <laughs> is it the buildings? Is it that off? Like what? What's going on? Sometimes my watch is a little off, or you know. Okay. But then, but then they came back and said it was exactly twelve, or it was exactly twelve point six. So yeah. that's a half mile, and I can extrapolate, you know, like yeah. what my pace was, and if I had another half mile of that, I could, yeah. you know. So um, I was right on where I thought I should be. It was right about 119, 120. 119.55 right? yeah. I yeah. think would have yeah. been my yeah. official if I add 303. Well, you're well, you're still killing it, knocking down all Thanks. these masters, PR, and all these masters records. Five Ks so have never you'll been get my. The, you'll get the five K eventually. Yeah, I just probably need to not be. Jenny thought there, she was going to lose it for sure today. I so, know she so She's just the sweetest her, you, human. You she's, gave her, you gave her a little reprieve, but well, I think you're going to get it here. She just told me I have eight more years. So. Sooner, sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. You I think know, you'll get. I it, think so. probably a year that I'm not in marathon training and I do a five K block like. Yeah. Um, we're planning on doing a 5K, 10K half block through the winter and spring. So maybe I just need to find one in the spring when I'm actually trained for a 5K sure. instead of full marathon. You know, it's just like sure. in marathon training, you do like 12 miles and then you do another whatever at marathon <laughs> pace. And, you know, you, you touch faster than that for like small doses, you know, just to keep some of that turnover, but you just don't do that lactate work that you really have to do in the 5k. And it's always apparent at that second mile when the lactate just doesn't clear. So before I wrap this up, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there was an Iowa masters record set on Sunday. Jenny Shoals of Clive set the Iowa grand masters record, which is 50 and over in the 5k. Uh, Scholes, who just turned 50 this, um, well, just a few weeks ago, she ran 1943. That eclipsed the record 
for the Grandmasters. Um, it was the old record was 2020 by Mary Twohill um, at a race in Lisbon in 2018, and Twohill was 51 years old. Uh, and and she, from Davenport at the time that she did that four years ago. So Jenny Scholes, congratulations to her for setting an Iowa Grandmasters record. And that's it. That's your podcast. Next week, I will have one same time. It'll be coming out Tuesday morning. I'll have a podcast from the IMT Des Moines Marathon. I'll be talking to some of the top finishers from the IMT race. Same format, be a lot of uh, sound bites, get to hear from the top finishers. So hope you tune back in for that. Until then, happy running, everyone.